doing well yourself? Oh, I just got a strange feeling of deja vu. Because <laughs> <laughs> we basically did all this. This is the second take. Yeah, that was totally my fault, of course. <laughs> so, today's main topic, which kind of came out of the blue, um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people doing, like, the best of decades and everything like this and our best books and... Um, with the sister shows, the library graphic literature, we're doing our best of 2019 yeah. and our best of the, the decade. So we thought with this one, we changed up a little bit and not be so specific. Mm -hmm. uh, we figured we just talk about our favorite things about collecting comics in general, in general yeah. for this decade, yeah. stuff that came up and different changes and where we've grown, um, where the comic industry has grown, where it's kind of taken steps back, things that we don't like that has happened, and there's mm -hmm. a good few of those too. Uh, so if you could just have a general talk and discussion. Okay, well, let's dive right into right. it, and uh, you start us off right. there, Chief. <laughs> so probably the best part, we'd say, would be the rise of our favorite format, which yeah. is the the omnibus. Yeah! So Think of Kermit when you... Right. <laughs> okay, yes, so, and, and I agree totally with you. Yeah, so they did start before. Um, they were probably out around 2004, 2005 or so. But yeah. there were very limited versions. Yeah. You get volume one of just about everything, all the Silver Age stuff. Yeah. Uh, you weren't getting a lot of modern. You weren't getting a lot of 70s, 80s key stuff. No, no way, no way. Um, yeah, well, even the Masterworks, too, were very limited at, at the time, yeah. right? So with that explosion, uh, we were chatting earlier in the 2010s, I managed to get a near-complete run of Uncanny X-Men mm. in oversized hardcover and omnibus. Yeah. You're getting a bunch of Daredevil, and you're getting eras of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, my favorite era of Spider-Man is Roger Stern. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. I, uh, I missed out on that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably one of my favorite omnibus. It yeah. contains so many solid stories. Yeah, yeah. With me, it was like the, the Fantastic Four, just the fact that and still waiting now on number volume four. Right. But being able to get all that Kirby goodness in, in, in a single set of books like that, it's, it's, it's magnificent. Right. Heard? I mean, we were talking earlier, my favorite one was, uh, my first one, sorry, was The Eternals. Yes. This was before the 2010s, but that's what yeah. got me started into collecting them. Yeah. And then I went into Silver Surfer and... Which I still, of course, uh, am very envious. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, I passed on that. Now, I know... Because I don't even know if I had it in, in Masterworks at the time. Right. But I should have went for it. But, as you say, it's coming back it again. Is. <laughs> and who would have thought, like, they released an omnibus of Alpha Flight. Yeah. And I love Alpha Flight. I have the complete series. I have, like, the paperbacks and all the relaunches. But there's a complete run of Burns' Alpha Flight. Yeah. That is how deep Marvel is going with yeah. collecting for an almost... A very niche market, and they don't seem to care. No, no, it was, I mean, even, when, I mean, when I had my comic book store and I sold off my childhood collection, I got into the DC archives and the Marvel Masterworks, you know, I had a vision, oh, you know, maybe someday they'll be printing a lot of the comics that I did have as a kid, you know, dream, right. what I thought was pie-in-the-sky stuff, but has since come true with, yep. like you say, with stuff like that, the, the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, for instance. Right. And, and, and Never type, thought. Yeah. It was, uh, I'm just, and now it's just like, I expect it to be. Right. Right? It's just like all these, where, it's like, where's the Marvel premiere on the boss, right? Uh, the Conan run through Marvel. Yes. That was on a must-have list for years. You could get, like, the Chronicle paperbacks and stuff. Um, mm. 
but a lot of people wanted library versions, something that are nice, bound covers you could store and you can keep forever. Me, me included, right? right? <laughs> that's, that's the only reason I didn't buy the Dark Horse ones. It's just like, come on, slap some fucking <laughs> hardcovers onto the babies and get them out. And get them us, out. Right? So now, like any other forms of media, when a new format comes out, something drops. Yeah, something, so when CDs dies. came out, yeah. cassettes di- died. Yeah. When cassettes came out, eight tracks end up dying out. Yeah. It's it just, yeah. there's a format. So when Omnibus and Absolute started coming out, uh, Marvel Masterworks started to die off and yeah. DC Archives got cancelled. Yeah. Now, so, at least with the Archives, they kept the, the silver, the, the modern age ones, they killed off the golden age and Atlas ones. But I'll give them, I'll give them Marvel that much. At least they kept on with, with the ma- masterworks, and they're de- digging into the seventies and stuff like that now. But yeah, DC just abandoned the archives whole hog, which drove me crazy because I had a, a near complete collection of the damn things. Yeah. right. And it goes to show, like it is a form of media. Oh yeah. And it died out in a can. Like it went from single issues to paperbacks to standard edition hardcovers to oversized hardcovers. And they're getting more expensive, but they're mm. getting better quality. Well, absolutes. Oh, I'm, I'm, I want to go over there and start licking them. I love them so much, right? <laughs> and I only have a few absolutes, but it's a format I don't want to get started into. No, it's, 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 I, I only, and I rarely get them anymore unless it's something, uh, an Alan Moore or, uh, 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 you know, a Kirby, for instance. That's why I'm getting the absolute. Right fourth world just because i want to see kirby's work bigger. kirby's artwork bigger so yeah. but that was a that's probably that's one negative yeah so now we'll say another big positive for the decade mm. would be where we're talking about publishing we'll talk about self-published books mm-hmm. and independent yes. titles yeah that have started to rise yeah um you start to see a huge rise in image again yep yeah. Uh, they're giving full rights to creators like they always did. Yeah. And they're and that's the secret formula. It is, yeah. Right? Now, not everything sticks. No. But if you give them free reign, they will... Creators will put out gold. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, Saga, I mean, the, not a lot... But there are, like I say, there's even a lot of the smaller ones, too, yeah. where, where really good series and stuff like that. The Well, I mean, of course, Criminal and, and all those. Yes, and they were originally with Icon. Yeah. And which are... Was um, oh yeah, Marvel. Was Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like former like epic comics and stuff like this. Yeah. And they transferred over to Image, and Image was glad to take them. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they're all different themes. You can look for crime noir. You can look for uh, space operas. Yeah. You can look for yeah. sex and violence. They publish everything. everything. Yeah. Well, out, even Outcast and and some of the other ones. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people. I actually kind of liked Outcast, but. Uh, then other publishers too, like well, uh, Mind Management with with Dark Horse. Dark Horse would, would, would produced like a lot of good stuff to, uh, this decade. Harrow County, uh, Black Hammer. Uh, let alone their 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 Conan omnibuses and that. Yeah, they were they were beautiful. <laughs> they? And they, well, that's another thing too. I, I guess the big two did push others into the omnibus format because yeah. they were really big on it first. The uh, the Goon series. Yes. They put them in their library editions. Yeah. A little bit bigger than Omnibus, but a great yeah. collection. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I love that too, right? The, uh, but yeah, the uh, the Omnibus uh, format is... And it's funny, the Eternal, as you mentioned that, I, 
I, I was lucky. I got that for like twenty five dollars. <laughs> but I came upon it, and it was, of course, I had to buy right away. Right. But the uh, but that, that's the other good thing too is a lot more of the obscure stuff now starting to come out, like the Marvel horror. Yeah. Uh, and then the the. Uh, did go and, and and you know despite the fact that he canceled the atlas we got at least the monster buses with the uh kirby stuff yep. in it and one so far and going to be another one of, of the ditko the mass the mass Master suspense, suspense stuff and all that and you're getting the timely omnibus you got three of them out yeah the the pre-war then you're going to get the post-war a couple yeah. of those have been solicited yeah well I, i'd like to see them basically start because i mean the, the the journey and the mystery and all those they could harvest those for like a complete uh, a best of almost yep. a, a complete run because where there's no continuing stories a best of the gene cole uh, you know the people who did go on yep or even just the really good stuff from those the, anything from joe manley just all these people who you know didn't make it into the silver age but right. great stuff right we can also talk about the rise of kickstarter Oh yeah, and, and creator-owned, self-published, which is a a very rare thing nowadays. Yeah, well, you're you're the one who got me into the Kickstarters too, with everything from like the, especially like the mind management that record set, the the low print run comic they had, yeah. and, and and all that. But then you know, then into full on books, which you know I, I you know I was used to just buying at my local comic book store. But you're the one who introduced me in, into stuff like the. Like I say, the mind management records set the, or the Dreadstar, for instance. Dreadstar. Which is fabulous. Yep. Three, and, and like you were saying earlier about in terms of these are great creator-owned properties that, uh, now I'm kind of surprised that no one else jumped on, right. on Dreadstar, but it, you, feel, you feel almost good because you're, you're paying directly to the artist. You're, to, the, you're, to the creator. Yeah, yeah. To get the book. You are the reason that that book was published, and it's a labor yeah. of love from yeah. the creator. Yeah. And it's going directly to you. You just got to give them the money in advance. Yeah. And yeah. they'll toss you in bookmarks and stickers and a couple of prints. They're always cool, right? They're always little fun yeah. little add-ons. Yeah. For a book you would, if it was on the shelf, you would buy anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, well, another one was uh, in terms of online ones that uh, I discovered was Scurry. And, and you, you picked those up for me uh, online and not available you know, in in any stores at all. But nope. one of the great comics out there, I think, from the 2010s, it's it's va vastly underrated. Beautiful. Now, you can read the whole thing on his site. He posts the entire issues there. But I I got so much into it as I was reading it. It's just like, oh, damn, I'm going to buy the goddamn <laughs> comics, right? Shag this. Just right? as well. And uh, But then, of course, then got it, started to get into more. Like, the, even in the past year, there was... Now, there's some st that, uh, for instance, I'm still waiting on. There was the... Oh, uh, we were talking about this earlier. There's the, a Liberty the Brigade. Comic, the Liberty Brigade. That's yep. um, who was that again? Now it's a. Uh, that was a well. It's a bunch of classic Golden Age characters. Yeah. That modern artists. I think one of the main ones, Barry Kitson. Yeah. Uh, he's doing the, um, the restorations on it. Yeah. And then there's the Private War Captain Schultz. Yes. I think, and that is that's delayed. It's heavily delayed now but they are taking their time and never storing it properly which you don't mind you don't mind it's not yeah. if it's done right you don't mind yeah so uh which is another nice thing to say and kickstarter same thing with board games or any other hobby 
but to know that it's going directly i don't like when a big company let's say like hasbro mm. they do crowdfunding for figures yeah and big play sets yeah but you're like you're a billion dollar company yeah yeah what what the heck right? are you doing in the get the fuck out of here right? when jim starlin wants yeah. to get the complete collection of dreadstar out you know it's going to jim starlin yeah yeah and there's no issues with that so. Oh, Dave, same if you're out there. Come on, get your act together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exactly, exactly. You, you don't, you don't. It was like, well, another one, uh, the uh, Strangers in Paradise. Yep. Uh, I've been salivating over that <laughs> that set of omnibuses for, jeez, <clears throat> I can't even remember when it was put out a long time ago. And, and, but it was, and even again, low print run, but it was yep. just like, now, it makes it even more attractive than to it it's does. Just like, okay, because I, I mean, I, as you know, I, I hemmed and hawed and hemmed and hawed and finally pulled the trigger on and said, okay, let, let, you know, get that. But then there's the, what was that other one? Uh, Hedge Hodge, uh, the other uh, uh, Kickstarter that. Uh, one was not successful. Uh, Hitch, is it, or is that one? I don't know offhand. Oh, oh the, uh, but, uh, most most of them have been successful. Though. Been funded, the, yep. The uh, and of course today you brought over the Mutant World, Son of Mutant World, which from uh, Jan Strand and Rich Corbin, and it was it was fabulous because when that originally came out, I was even saying to you that reproduction values suck shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, so, and sorry, guys, but <laughs> and they they more or less even admit <laughs> admitted, and this is an absolutely beautiful uh, reprint reprint. Re, a representing of, of of a classic series, yep, and and done and done right, and and of course having them involved in on it, to me that's what keeps it keeps it pure. It's you know, it, so I don't care if it's being recolored. It's being recolored by the the original crew, right, under, under his supervision. That's what you at least. want, and uh, so why not, right? So, right? Sounds good to me, right? Um, we can talk about the rise of whether it's good or bad. Mm. Um, one was going to lead into the other. We do the good first. The rise of social media. Yes. Um, Facebook, YouTube. uh, You can talk about Instagram, Twitter. Even podcasting. Even podcasting. Podcasting has really taken off in the past 10 years. I mean, it was around. Right. But it's uh, uh, including us, of course. (laughs) One of the greatest podcasts in the world. Uh, I mean, it's really fucking exploded. It went wild because it's... Well, it's like, as I explained to someone, and he did, my, my sister, about what a podcast was, I said, it's, this is essentially a radio show. It is. And I said, that's the only difference, same format, same, same idea, same concept, is you're, you're, you're talking back and forth about subjects that, you know, you love, or you're an expert in, or, right. or whatever, and it's, and it's great fun. And it gives everyone an opinion. Yeah, good or bad, yeah. it gives everyone an yeah. opinion. Well, uh, and, and therein comes the bad one because I mean, there's a lot, a lot of stuff, of course, out there, and I've listened to some and all that, and it's just like, oh, for God's sake, it's just like, okay, you're the type of person where uh, you shouldn't have a podcast, and yeah. there are some out there. It's just like, oh God, is it's it's because it's, it's you know no you know people say oh well everyone has an opinion and it's valid. It's just like no no no. It says Harlan Ellison said. It's, there's a difference between, uh, you know, uh, no one's entitled to their opinion. You're entitled to your informed opinion. Yeah. And otherwise, you're, 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 you're spouting garbage. Because if you, <laughs> if you can't back up what, what, what you're spouting out, then it's, it's, it really is worthless. Yeah. You know, I, I'd like to see a little bit more, and which we do here, a little bit more cr- critical thinking on, on topics. Me and you, we, we've never been one just to 
shoot from the hip and, oh, I don't hate, I hate this series, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, well, I like this series because of blah, blah, or I hate this fucking series because, because of it blah, sucks. Because right? it sucks. <laughs> and, 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 but we don't make we don't make a, a, a you know we don't make a big case out of it and we, no and we and we don't harp on and on about one single artist or one whatever we're we're going for we're going for the full bigger picture. I like um say we go for Facebook. Every mm-hmm. comic shop and every business has a Facebook page. Um, I like the mm-hmm. online community aspect. Yes. Um, yeah. I Even have ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> I have an Instagram account. I just post. Photos of my new books and comment on them briefly. Yeah. Right? Just do it just out of a little little hobby. Yeah. I don't have a thousand, you know, ten thousand followers or anything like this, but I just do it because. Exactly. Right but there's here. a small group that I follow and that follow me back and you'll have little chats with them. They could be from England or in Canada yeah. or and they'll just ask for your opinions or you'll ask for theirs and everyone, no one's really negative. Yeah. Well, that's what I like about my library uh video show, show the in library graphic, graphic literature I, I go on and the people who comment I respond to every single comment because I, I thought of it as okay if I want to build a, a community and a show then I gotta I gotta basically be able to make my listeners not only enjoy it but be loyal to it yep. and how do you be loyal by listening to them because I mean I've learned just as much sometimes from, from listening to people from suggestions they've made, stuff like that, and uh, I mean yourself with the uh, mother box. Yep. In my thing, that was one suggestion. It was just like, oh, perfect. <laughs> and perfect. it worked. Yep. So you you listen to it, and you you you're right too. It's that community thing. That's that's what I like about it. It's a positive community for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Now we might be the exception here in in Newfoundland. Yeah. Uh, one negative I'm going to say is. The rise again of a speculator market. Yes, yes. Um, and the Vern cover hand in hand. Right. Of course. So we don't <laughs> get our comics on Wednesdays. We get them on Thursdays. Yeah. Hence, Thursday, Thursday comics. comics. <laughs> uh, sometimes even Fridays. Yeah. But and, and the worst of times. Following Monday. Monday <laughs> but and the comic industry is famous for it too. If they're look as opposed to reading a book and getting like, oh my god, this is a big shocker. Yeah. This is huge. Marvel will come out on social media and be like, keep an eye on Captain America 25 coming out next month. Something big is going to happen. Yeah. Then everyone goes out and scatters and buys them all up. Yeah. Uh, locally, what you get is people hear about it. The book is out. You're getting reviews. And then they come out and they hoard them. Yeah. Yeah. Or they come looking for a specific comic too that... Normally, only two people out of a hundred collect, and they expect to get one when, uh, especially if a store doesn't pick up on it and they only order so many. Yep. Then there's nothing, you know, it's now some stores I've heard will take those and up the price on them, put them on there, but uh, on like, a brand new comic, yeah. So now, like, like our good buddy uh, Jason Conway, Downtown Comics, he, he will never do that. His, his policy was if you're collecting Batman Beyond. And you collect it all the time, and the next thing, the latest issue, which happened recently, became exploded. It was just like he wasn't going to screw over the two or three people who get it every no. month. They deserve it. They're they're fans like that. They're they're the people who are in the fucking tr- the, the 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 trenches, f- fighting it out for for your comic to keep that comic published. Exactly. So so they they deserve it. Yeah. Right. And I always said, especially if a new issue one came, comes out, mm. I remember uh, X Men Gold was relaunching. They kind of did a rebranding with X-Men Gold and Blue. 
and there was uh, some controversy with the artist in the first issue. Yes. And they had to redo it. <laughs> but people were coming in, and the issue sold out right away. But it wasn't sold to people reading it. Yeah. And so the pro- yeah. they're doing a big rebranding of X-Men. And say, someone who wants to read X-Men, oh, this is going to be a good jumping on point. They now can find the issue, yeah. and you lost that reader. Exactly. Exactly. Forever. That's, yeah. <clears throat> now, now you can pick them up with the soft covers or, or the yeah. hard covers, but still, it's a bit of a kick in the face because right. you want you know they want to be there from the start, right? Um, now, with the hard covers and the soft covers, Marvel and DC's constant rebranding. Yeah, we'll talk about another negative. Yeah, uh, the new Fifty Two um, was a detriment for a lot of people. Yeah. Some good stories did come out of it. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, but I dropped a lot of my comics because. It made what I was previously collecting redundant and yeah. not it, canon anymore. As, as Jason calls them, orphan series. Yeah. And, and then, ironically enough, the New 52 itself became orphaned with Rebirth. Yeah. And so, so it's just like, where, where do you get on board? Where do you jump, where do you jump ship? It's, it's, and it's, it's useless. It's, it's just like, come on, guys, just stick to, your, to the goddamn comics you're putting them yeah. up. And, and here's a suggestion. How about writing a comic that's fucking good yeah. <laughs> like immortal hulk or or the, or hickman's x-men series yep. this is what people want people don't want those goddamn fancy variant covers and shit like that no. Sh- sure there's some out there who do but they're the customers who get their comics put in the boxes last right i uh you know because you 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 want to get you if you were a store owner and you were handing them out yeah you, you'd want it to someone who will read it right they need to understand that constant rebranding with number ones yeah. Yes, it is a good jumping on point for new readers. Yeah. But it's a perfect jumping off point exactly. for your current fan base. Yeah. For, for 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 your big for your big fan yeah. fan base. And right? there'll be more people that will drop a title yeah. than will pick it up. Yeah. And that's the issue. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, now talk about paperbacks. One of the big imprints that was big in the paperback and started it. Yeah. Closed this decade, which was Vertigo. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's that's. Perfect, perfect ending thing. I, I think we've actually gone through most of the topics we yep. talked about, but that's that's a big one because they spent so much time, invested so much time and energy, and, and the fans themselves into into a brand that they just turned around and fucking kicked to the curb like that. Yeah, and it's like come on. It, but meanwhile, you know, when they put out the Sandman and all that, they're still attaching that goddamn vertical label to it. They do, yeah. But you had Sandman, and you had Hellblazer, and DMZ, and Fables, and it was, it was it was your stepping stone. Yeah. You went from superhero comics. Yeah. And then you went into Vertigo, which wasn't quite adult. Yeah. But it had a little bit harder language, or say preacher. Yeah. And that was your stepping stone. You matured into that. Yeah. And then you could go into harder edge, dark horse, or image yeah. wasn't really around yeah. at the time. Yeah. Or more graphics and uh, independent yeah. or Euro comics and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, stuff like heavy metal. Yeah. And there was a progression. Yeah. And exactly. they cut out that slightly mature line. Yeah. And exactly. that was my key development in reading comics. I went from Spider Man and superhero titles and I started on Preacher. Yeah. Because there's only so far superheroes can, can bring you. Right? It is. And, and you it. can do so much adult themed stories, but Spider Man is only going to go so far. Yeah. Spider-Man is not going to deal with certain topics. Yeah. Um, Vertigo allowed you to grow up in comics. Yeah. And your your taste changed. We talked about this before. Mm. And 
you get into different things and you want to expand your horizons. Yeah, exactly. And Vertigo was that initial stepping stone. It was perfect for that. So. Right? I, I loved it. And yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's the big miss, yeah. I think, for, for the past 10 years. One, one of the most tragic things, I, I think, right? So, And that was more recent than anything, so yeah. that was a recent thing, yeah. so... So DC, if you're listening, get your shit together <laughs> and stop all those damn canceling. Oh yeah, and the solicit- soliciting and canceling series, which is a new thing, but it's pissing everyone off. Yeah, and it's 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 pissing them off more. And more. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the upcoming show too, yep. right? So we'll probably end this one on that note, on yep. a negative, like uh, everything uh, else. Negative. <laughs> God um, damn them. We're hoping to do another video next week. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for uh, episode issue four. Yeah. Which hopefully now after the new year. So to our listeners, thank you for following us. Yes. Uh, have a happy new year, happy 2020. And follow us on our sister site at the Library of Graphic Literature. Yeah, and sub- subscribe to yep, us. Subscribe on, to uh, us on Buzzsprout. Follow yeah. us on YouTube. And, follow uh, Library on YouTube, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and love us. <laughs> and love us, because we love you. All right, say goodnight, okay, Wallace. Uh, on that there, let's uh, cue the music and let's... Thank you.